giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 219 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild, the Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Artemis Hell from the Warcraft Hunters Union and at Artemis Hell on Twitter. Today is Sunday, June the 14th, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And speaking of questions, we know patch 6.2 is, is right around the corner. So our question for the chat room today would be, what, is, what are you most looking forward to in patch 6.2? And maybe we'll answer that ourselves at the end of the show. But like I said, we do have a, a lot to, to, to cover today. And hopefully Bendak will, will, will chime in because there's some stuff that's right up his, his, his alley. Um, but before we get into the World of Warcraft news, um, Delirium, I saw this first, I guess, on, on your, your blog, Thrill of the Wild. Uh, you had some news about Hearthstone and our favorite uh, guest and friend of the show, Michelle Morrow. So why, why don't you talk about what, what, what exciting news there is for her in, in Hearthstone? Or not. He's taking his dogs out. So, uh, <laughs> is that right? Know. Okay, he just joined back. That's awesome. Hey, guys. Sorry. The dogs just went crazy all of a sudden. I, I did. I, 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 I tossed it over to you. And you were Perfect nowhere to be timing. found. Yes, exactly. But uh, I said some nice things. I don't know if you heard what you're not. But anyway, I'll go ahead and tell you. For those who don't know, Michelle Morrow is been, will be doing the voice of the new Hearthstone hunter hero, Illyria Windrunner. And I think we'll have to, it won't be free. I don't know when it's coming to the game. But, you know, for, for $9.99, you will be able to have Illyria, you know, be your Hearthstone hero for hunters. and. Uh, You'll get to hear her doing all the voiceover cool stuff for that. And they had a nice little uh, YouTube video that they did to, to promote her doing that. So that, that's very cool. She's finally going to be a Windrunner. And Ali, I, I'd probably throw this to you if you're there. You probably know more about Illyria than any of us. Uh, what's, what's her story? Uh, she's Sylvanas' sister. She was married to uh, Ronan, wasn't she? I think she was. Or maybe not. One of the was sisters it, was married to Ronan. Was it Tyrallian? I thought it was like Illyria and Tyrallian were the, the pair. Well, and they're married as well, but nobody's seen them in years. They're right, lost somewhere right. in BC. And I think she may have been running around in Dalaran all these years, and she may have been the one that was uh, working with Jada to kick the Blood Elves out. Not entirely for sure, because there's, I don't know, five or six Windrunner sisters, but I think she was in the novel of uh, about the end of the last expansion. I think that Sylvanas was plotting to, spoiler, uh, bring her over to the Forsaken side. Um, but I'm not for sure on that either because I didn't read the book. I just heard uh, Anne talking about it. But yes, yeah, one of Sylvanas' sisters. So, but yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, you know, it's interesting. I, I would have thought if they had were going to do another hunter hero that it would have been Sylvanas. I mean, that she seems to be a more prominent figure. But uh, so I was a little bit surprised that they went with with uh, someone like Illyria Windrunner because you know after Sylvanas, as you said, there's like a whole bunch of sisters. They all 
sound the same, I guess. They all seem the same. I don't know what, what differentiates one from, from the other. It seems like, you know, Sylvanas is the most distinct. But Yeah, it sounds to me like they're pulling pretty heavily from Warcraft 2 and uh, kind of that era of Warcraft gaming where Illyria was a much bigger deal, I'm told. I didn't play them back then, but it sounds like uh, I mean, Rexar was a much bigger deal back then and Illyria too, so that seems to be the direction they're going yeah perhaps so anyway it's very cool but she, so finally michelle gets to be a windrunner uh of of some sort so maybe not sylvanas but i'm sure she's we'll have to get her on again and, and talk to her specifically about this and what it was like to uh to be a part of that because i'm sure it was pretty 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 a whole heck of a lot of fun and pretty exciting but you know hey uh it's 9.99 out of my pocket now i guess you know <laughs> I'll have to yeah a little bit more money at hearthstone just for this I haven't even been playing Hearthstone recently, but I'm going to pick it back up and I'm happy to spend 10 bucks to have Michelle's voice in my ear all the time. That's right. That sounds like a great deal to me. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Sure. So we'd love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome her, Michelle, for her final episode and final appearance on the Hunting Party podcast. (laughs) Thanks to Delirium. (laughs) Way to go, Delirium. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, congratulations to, to Michelle on, on, on this gig. All right, so well, let's talk about patch 6.2. We think it's going to be released on June 23rd. I don't know that they, we talked about this prior to the show, that if they've officially given it as a date, other than they've given the two-week uh, shutdown for uh, season one of, of PvP. So have they, have they given the date, I guess, for that? So they've officially given the two-week warning for that, Artemis? I mean, they put a blog last week out saying the PvP ends in like two weeks, and they're teasing that um all these new builds on PTR are going to be released builds, so there's hope that it's going to be on the 23rd. We don't know for sure, but I expect next week to be a patch week. Yeah, that would that would make sense to me, and I think uh, other people, all the, the the sort of the conspiracy theorists out there, have been sort of pointing to was it Final Fantasy, uh game having a big uh, release that same day so that the Blizzard would want to do that to kind of keep people engaged in World of Warcraft and not <laughs> wander off someplace someplace else at that time. So I kind of uh, feel bad, though, because they always say they don't want to do anything. They don't care about what other MMOs do, but yet they keep doing stuff like this. Where they, like, release stuff on top of, like, you know, beta releases or any new expansion releases for any competitor game. So, I don't know. Yeah, I've noticed that with with other games too, and I mean, I, I mean, it, I I don't think anyone would fault them. I certainly wouldn't want to fault them if they wanted to try and get their content out, you know, to compete with, well, their competitors. So it would make sense to do that. Want to keep give people people playing WoW, give them the new stuff, <laughs> and keep them playing, keep them here in Azeroth. So I have no issues with that. But um, so we know patch 6.2 is going to bring us the shipyard, the Tannin jungle, the Hellfire Citadel raid. I guess we'll talk about that one a little bit more. And then they also said at a later patch 6.2.x, they are finally going to give us flying in Draenor, despite having said they would not. And they kind of reversed the, kind of came to their senses, if you ask me, and, and uh, are going to introduce that. So I'm I'm excited to have flying back. How about you guys? Uh, I'm excited for flying. I really think what they're doing with um, getting flying into the game is pretty smart because it's like a nice little compromise. They want you to see their content. Fine. Go get your treasure. Go explore the little lands and go do all the quests and 
actually do their content. You can go fly around, you know, go fly around Draenor. Yep. How about it's not you, that bad of a compromise. Yeah, I, I liked it. And for the first time in a few weeks, I logged in on a not raid night to uh to the main server, you know, and and uh, started collecting treasures and making sure I had all my explorers done. Um, I already have Lore Walker, so it was quick and pretty painless to finish up. Um, and I'm, and it was fun. I had fun looking around, getting those things. But I wasn't probably going to do them for just the five achievement points or whatever you get. And, yeah. So it was cool. Yeah, no, I think the uh, tying it to Lore Master and some of those other achievements is, is the right way to go. I guess my only gripe with it is it's like all of a sudden things that I had no interest in going out and finishing or doing now are like the, the single most important things that I feel like I need to do in World of Warcraft because they're, they're tied to, to getting uh, the ability to fly. Right. <clears throat> so I just sort of feel a little bit like a little rat in a maze now. You know, it's like, oh, God, it's like it's some psychological experiment. You know, there's a, there's a study to be made here about, you know, people and behavior and getting them to do things. <laughs> It was just, better than making you dump like 100k though. It actually absolutely. Is, you're going to feel yeah. so good when you get flying. Like, just be like, yes, I did everything. I'm good to go. Look at me fly. Yep, exactly. And not only that, they're going to let you fly in the Tanan jungle as well. So, I mean, you know, it's very much like you know, the Timeless Isle 2.0, if you want to call it that. But you were grounded in the Timeless Isle for your, the entire time you were there and it sounds like we'll be actually be able to start flying around in the Tanan jungle as well which that was that was I I found that to be a little bit unexpected I think that's kind of neat yeah well we don't know how soon this 2.x is coming out no it might not be when Tanan is really relevant no and they did um, mention that the reputations where you have to get revered is going right. to take about two three weeks that's if you're doing them you know every day the dailies associated with them every day so mm -hmm. it could take you know about four weeks, maybe five weeks for some folks, you know, if they're going a little bit slower. <clears throat> so it's not going to be, you know, it'll take that long, even, you know, just to get the ability to do it. And then you actually said you have to wait for them to put in that little bit of a patch. So, but cool. But it was, but it, I think it was the right decision. So we'll, we'll look forward to that. And I think that Arth is now joined us on the call. Are you there, Arth? Hey guys, can you hear me? Hello. We can hear you just fine. Hey, welcome, welcome back to the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, so, in advance to anyone listening who's like, "Hey, Art's here. He's going to talk about stuff." I'm probably just going to pop in and say hi, since you know you guys can talk about WoW at the moment, and I really can't. So, but I was I was real happy to hear um, about the Michelle thing. I caught that on Twitter this week, um, and that that was real exciting. And actually, one of my questions that I was going to come in and ask was, I was going to be like, "Hey, Ali, tell us about the lore." So you guys already covered that, so that was great. Cool, cool. So, so you're still you're finished with with World of Warcraft then? I mean, you're not playing at all, not even. Yeah, it, I mean, I always I would always love to come back. The problem the problem is, you know, it's always just real life. But I don't do casual well, and so if I came back, like I'd want to dive back in. You know, I wouldn't want to just sort of run some quests, see the lore, stuff like that. Like I'd want to dive back into raiding and. Um, you know, working on different things and min-maxing, and that just takes, it's just too much of a time commitment. So um, I may still pop back at some point. I haven't totally ruled it out, but it's just not been in the cards. But, um, you know, certainly miss it at times and, and, and miss, the, miss the community as well. Sure. 
but you still follow the game. Obviously, you 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 pop in here every now and then, and still. So, so are you keeping up on? Yeah, some of the more things or less. going on in the game a little more bit. More or less. Now? Yeah, I um I uh, caught some highlights from the the Q and A the other day, and a lot of it was talking about stuff that like I wasn't really up on, but um seemed to be a generally positive response. And I'm sure you guys will talk a little bit about um, what the devs talked about there. I know it was Lure, and I forget the other guy's name, but um. And that was, you know, a really positive thing, as well as things like the the Michelle Morrow Hearthstone announcement, stuff like that. So I try to stay on the, I try to stay a little bit in the know. Um, you know, I'm always, I always gravitate, you know, I gravitate towards this stuff anyway, so I can't completely give it up. Um, and I actually, I, hopefully people can see it, my profile picture that I've got um, is actually me in my, like, Hunter Ranger costume. So if it's showing, hopefully it's showing up on the, um, on the Twitch page, so you can see like the the leather shoulder armor and stuff like that. So like I found some other ways to do fun, uh, to do fun things that are hunter esque even without playing well. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at the the feed now, and you can you can see it there. Yes, you've got like the oh yeah, uh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, the whole and Oliver Queen look going on. <laughs> yeah, no, and I've actually fired my longbow. It's badass. Like I'm not, I'm terrible with it, but I can at least. It, it it looks like it looks like I know what I'm doing, and most of the time when I fire the arrows, you can tell like which bullseye I was aiming for. Um, so, <laughs> Solid um, improvement. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm actually hoping to get some more practice with that. I do a lot of like the the Renaissance festivals with friends and stuff, and that's that's a blast, and it gives me a chance to to do some of that. And there's something real cathartic about actually like firing a, a longbow. Um, so, and there's other things you can do with all those, like throwing axes and throwing stars and things like that. But, um, but I always go to the range and, and practice with the bow a little bit. So it, um, you know, you can take the, the game out of, you can take the hunter out of the game, but you can't take the, nah, I'm going to fuck that up. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm game trying to say. Game out of the hunter, but not the hunter out of the game or the hunter out of the game. But I don't know. I, I'm, I, you know what? It's. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say, though. It's not early in the day, but it's apparently maybe it's too late in the day for my brain I, to, um, I, to handle I, that. I poured an afternoon beer for myself, knowing that I was <laughs> going to be listening to this. I'm not. I'm nowhere near like episode 200 drunk, but it's my first beer. But uh, it was a, a homebrew that I that I made a few weeks ago, and um, and I've been uh, quaffing it as as we speak. Well, what, yeah. what are you brewing? Uh, there were like three things came in at once. What was the question? What is quaffing? Oh, drinking. Neat. <laughs> yeah, it's a fancy word. Snoopy always used it because he would quaff root beers um, in his World War One flying ace persona. Well, you know what you need to check out, and Artemis can attest. Uh, her her latest project is what is it? Ethermead uh, com, and there's all sorts of World of Warcraft uh, class themed drinks on there, including. Oh, wow. A couple for hunters, so you should you should go check that out. I oh, absolutely, got... yeah, because I, I do. I've done my own home brewing for years, and um, that's been a lot of fun. But yeah, anything that's WoW themed like that would be awesome. I mean, what do you have up there for hunter drinks now? You have the Cobra shot, and what was the other one that you did? I have an explosive shot, but I still got to post a recipe on it. It's a shot that I lit on fire, almost like a dynamite. <laughs> explosive shot. Now, that sounds like yeah. it could be terrible, but <laughs> it'll hurt. Can't and I, I haven't tried the the cobra shot yet. I do. I I have the ingredients now. I have went out and finally bought some stuff last week, and I'm 
I'm dying to make one, so I'll have to do that here soon. And who knows, yeah. maybe that's how I'll start every every podcast from here on out is with a Cobra, Cobra shot. Uh, it was cool. Uh, Warcraft Jen and Bajira uh, a couple weeks ago made a couple of our shots and said they were... Bende? I hear Dark Brew. All right, I hear Delirium. Hello? I'm here. Sorry, Malik. No, Hello? that's all right. Welcome. <clears throat> all right, sorry about that, guys. Well, well, Bendek is here now, so just, just to recap, we're here with... Uh, uh, Arth from the WHU. The Misty formerly, of formerly of the WHU. Formerly the WHU. Well, I don't know. You can never leave. It's like the, That's you know, true. It's like the mafia. There's only one way out. So. I've still got my account. <laughs> I could go back in and do like you know more April Fool's jokes and stuff. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> so, yeah, well, welcome, Ben. Nick, you haven't missed much. All we've covered so far is we talked about Michelle Morrow and uh, Hearthstone and, and uh, a few tidbits about uh, 6.2, but we really haven't gotten into the to the Hunter stuff because... We were hoping you you would make it to, to talk about uh, the new pet stuff that, that that's going on. All right, so we've got Delirium Bendak. Bendak's here joining us. I don't know if you guys heard that before we uh, abruptly went off the air. Artemis, and of course, we're talking with Arthemistia, former co-host of the podcast and former. Uh, well, I guess you were what completely in charge of the WHU at for one, a little while, yeah, one point yeah. In time for that one brief period. There was period. officially only for about six months. But unofficially, like Frost Time was on his way out for a while, so it was the better part of like a year that I was doing um, like the majority of the blogging on the WHU. Obviously, I still wasn't as prolific as Frost was during his heyday, but um, but yeah, it was actually longer than than some people realize. But um, I don't miss the blogging so much. The podcast was always a lot of fun, though, and um, you know, just staying up on the news—that's something I still do because that's a lot more passive. I don't have to be creating the content. Awesome, awesome. Well. You're welcome to stay around and chat with us for about anything World of Warcraft. But why don't we, uh, I want to move on here a little bit and let's get into some of the 6.2 stuff and Hunter stuff here. Um, so, and now that Bendex here, we can talk about the new taming challenge that has took everybody by surprise really this weekend that's coming in 6.2. Um, so Bendek, why don't you talk a little bit about this one since I know you, you wrote a, an awesome guide already uh, up over at eyesofthebeast.com. This weekend, you've actually gone out there and uh, tamed the new the new pet yourself. Uh, so, so what is Blizzard doing now for Hunters in 6.2 here? Well, it turns out for some reason, everyone missed this one, but it's been in the PTR for two months now, and no one's seen it. But, uh, so Petopia, which is a Hunter pet site, if no one's been there before, you should go check it out. Um they ran a contest on their forums for the first person to discover how to tame it would win a TCG mount, the um, corrupted hippogriff. So that got all of us out there looking for it and it took about a day, but someone finally found it. And uh, so it turns out we can tame one of the fell wolves on the uh, Intanan jungle. Yeah, Intanan jungle. So these are the the ones they look look like Gara, but they're 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 the green uh, skin. So you've probably seen them. Well, if you're a, certainly if you're Alliance, there are bunches of them around uh, Shadow Moon Valley. But as you said, they're aberrations. They're not beasts, I think, or or even if they are beasts, they're 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 not tameable. However, they're 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 classified. So, so this is that green sort of fell wolf model, which is cool. And it is a wolf, right? It's it's a, so it's not a spirit beast, which means any hunter spec can can tame it. Yep. So, um, basically, in order to tame it, you need to um. There's this elite mob on Tanan Jungle called Fel, Rangari, and Nara. And um, basically you have to defeat her and she drops this item. 
and you use this item on one of the fell wolves and it temporarily turns them into a beast so that you can tame them. So the real challenge is killing this elite. Um, it's 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 quite a challenge to do it solo. I know me and Delirium were doing it for a while, and it gets you to use all of your hunter abilities. It's pretty neat. Now, did you do do you did you do it solo, or you guys did it together then? Uh, I did I did it solo first, and another hunter came and helped me for a little bit. But uh, and I mean Delirium killed it a few times just to you know see what would happen <laughs> it turns out like the item that it drops you only get one per kill so if you're doing it with multiple hunters you'll have to kill it multiple times to get everyone the item okay now does she have a long respawn timer or is it pretty quick uh no she respawns in five minutes so it's okay. not too bad it might okay. be rough rough on day one but other than that it shouldn't be too bad right and so yeah you, you were you were talking about two that you know you sort of had to break out every ability in, in the toolkit and, and you're not kidding too i mean let's let's talk about some of the things that which is really cool by the way but it, it does make it a a challenging a a um well a, a taming challenge yes and, and challenge being being the key word there so why don't we talk a little bit about some of her abilities and what we need to do to to counter them all right so um well she she does both melee and ranged attacks, so you're encouraged to kite her around because the ranged attacks, they don't really hurt that bad. As long as you have spirit bond um, with your pet, you should that should keep you healed up. And then she has this other ability that basically puts your pet to sleep for a full minute. And you can break your pet out with Bestial Wrath or Master's Call. So you kind of have to hold on to those until that happens. Because if your pet's asleep, it obviously can't tank for you. Um, she casts this other ability, like AOE stuff that f goes under your feet. You just have to get out of it because it hits you for like 120k. Um, she'll frequently go into stealth mode and she can attack you from stealth. So you have to get her out of stealth with your flare. Um, she has a buff that increases her damage significantly. You have to tranquilizing shot that. And then she does a heal and you have to counter shot that. So you have to juggle all this, and she's got like 5 million health, so it takes a long time to do it by yourself. So if you miss any of this, you can easily die, or she heals up to full health, and you got to start over. Uh, it's, it's pretty, it's quite the challenge, especially if you're not, like, geared, because it'll take you a long time to chip away at all that health. Yeah, I was going to say, so your character is what, mostly Blackrock Foundry Mythic gear, correct? Yeah, it's so, like yeah. almost eye level 700, and it, it still took me quite a while. Yeah. Just because your pet's out of commission for a lot of the time. and Well, that brings the question. I know you mentioned Spirit Bond being important, um, but, I mean, Lone Wolf, like marksmanship or survival with Lone Wolf, is that uh, a viable option then to kind of take the pet soothing out of the equation at that point, or are you just going to take too much damage yourself? With with Master's Call, there's no reason to. You can Your Master's Call is up as often as she uh, uses Soothe. So it's just a... You just have to remember all your abilities and make sure they're all keybound, ready to use. And your pet will be up you know, almost 100% of the time. Yeah, and unless you're really good at avoiding all the damage, you're going to want that constant healing. Because it's easy to make a mistake, and then all of a sudden there goes a third of your health. Yeah, for anybody who's interested in getting into extreme soloing, 
you know, with raid bosses and such. This is a great intro to that, I think. It's really, uh, you know, it'll stretch. If you're just a normal PvE hunter, you probably don't use a lot of these abilities too often. No. Um, and so, you know, getting getting used to... Uh, I think PvPers will have a very easy time with this. You're used to flaring. You're used to Master's Call. You don't have to really think about it. But uh, if you're, you know, if you're just kind of a normal and heroic mode raider, you're probably not using many of these too often. And it's good practice. It's not super punishing. I mean, you'll, yeah, you'll lose 30% of your health pretty quick, 60% of your health. But you can build that back up pretty quick um, as long as you remember to trank almost immediately and to flare almost immediately. And so it's really good practice for, uh, for getting into those, you know, more difficult extreme soloing raid bosses. Yeah, because I I wasn't used to using Master's Call and Delirium's the one who told me to do that. So the first time I killed it, I didn't even use that. So my pet wasn't doing much. Yeah, it's an odd ability too, only because the Master's Call, you know, you command the pet to break people out. So I never really re I knew that it could be used to break itself out of uh, a root or a stun or something like that. Right, yeah, I just tried it because I figured this, uh, you know, this this... NPC uh, fellow Rangari Anara, she's like made for hunters. So I thought, well, usually Master's Call wouldn't work on a hard CC like Soothe. Actually, I don't know about Soothe. What is that a Druid ability? But uh, <laughs> but a lot of them it doesn't work on. It only works on roots. And I think Bindax saw in the spell ID that it was a root. Or it's classified as a root, even though it looks like a more hard CC. Right. And then as far as kiting her, I mean, obviously there's concussive shot, but I think you guys found that almost all of our slowing abilities would work work on her. So, I mean, you just have to limit yourself to just that one ability. Yeah, you can use your ice trap. Um, I think you can even use your binding shot. It's, it's, not, right, yeah. it's not that difficult to kite her. And then binding shot course, worked and yeah. freezing trap works also. So if your pet dies because you forget to trank that, uh, that buff, you can uh, freezing trap her and have, you know, plenty of time to uh to res your pet and get reset and you can also use freezing trap of course to interrupt um whatever her big heal is called do you remember what that's called bindek um tainted light right so yeah, freezing a... trap will interrupt that too so so in addition to counter shot we have a second way to interrupt her as well yep <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I, I assume, I didn't actually try this, but you could probably glyph Explosive Trap to add an extra interrupt in there. Oh, by doing the, the knockback, yeah. Right, and all the PvPers are probably saying, duh, of course you do these things. But for us <laughs> PvEers, this hopefully is uh, some new information. Although it should um, be noted that because she's designed around hunters that, for example, the ability that you have to interrupt... that. Like counter shot should be available every time you need it, for example, or yeah, definitely. My big problem was I kept thinking I needed to interrupt something else, at least the first couple of times I tried. <laughs> and so I'd try to interrupt Soothe for some reason, and then counter shot wouldn't be on on cooldown. The first um, time I went, the first time I went, I'm like, I just walked in, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm geared, I'm just gonna blow this up. And that right. didn't work. <laughs> Yeah, work. and the you other big one uh, for interrupting, if PvEers aren't familiar with it, you can feign death to interrupt a cast on yourself. Um, so if if you want to just stand still as marksmanship and get rid of the uh, a couple of the uh, abilities she's casting, you can just feign death out of them and she'll stop casting and then go do something else. As long as you don't have it glyphed. Yep, so um, anyway, after you kill her... Um... 
you get this item, you take it to the to the wolf, which is in it's in another area of um Tanan. Um it's in the post, but uh you just basically use it on the wolf and it stops attacking you and you just have a minute to tame it. Now I'm not sure if another hunter could walk in and yank it from you or or what that how that works, but I would just, you know, if it were me, I'd probably just go in a little corner and do it so no mm-hmm. one kills it. But if you do, for some reason you do mess up the tame, you can always get another vial from her. Yeah, when, and, and that's cool. You know, you know, I, I think it's a very, you know, like I said, the, the couple things surprise me. One is that it's taken this long to discover uh, the challenge. Of course, if there was no hints or announcement about it, I mean, it's understandable that you wouldn't know to look for it. Um, I'm just curious how they found out about it. Does anyone know how the folks at Petopia were they told or? No, you know what? I think did... one of them just discovered it and then they decided, well, the community hasn't seen this yet. So let's just put on this little contest for fun. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's how yeah. it happened. Cause I have a funny story. When I, the PTR first went up on day one, I was running around Tanan just looking for new pets. And I came across this NPC, the fell Rangari and I attacked her and she started putting my pet to sleep and all this stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, screw this. I don't have time for this. I moved on. <laughs> that was two months ago. So I could have discovered it back then if I would have just, I should have right. realized that if it has an ability specifically to put pets to sleep, but oh well. This is what I like about uh, Rangari, fellow Rangari, Anara, is that she's designed around the hunters. So I think my favorite pastime is I'm just going to park myself and sit there in front of her and watch all the lesser classes go by and attack her thinking that she's one of those rare mobs that drops a, a battle pet or a mount or is part of an achievement and just watch them get destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many yeah. uh, classes would have trouble with that. I think melee could take her down pretty easy. Yeah, well, what? but I don't know. Do they have a way? She goes into stealth, so I don't know how many classes have the ability uh, to break uh-huh. her out of stealth. And I think that's where they're... They'll... Right. Yeah, I don't know problems. how long she stays in stealth. Um, she stays in for quite a while, like at least 15 or 20 seconds. And she keeps dropping attacks on you, those uh, AoE attacks. So. Right. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's my thought, is that, that, that that's the one ability that will, will trip people up. Although I wonder if she'll also put like a warlock pet to sleep in <laughs> as well. Good. You know? <laughs> Of course, there aren't going to be any more demonology warlocks right. anymore, apparently, I guess, right? Good. Oh, God. I was waiting for him to say something like that about survival. Right? Yeah, we, like, we, we don't we like just, survival right now, so, uh, sorry. We don't want you to play it. We, yeah, maybe next year. Overall, you know, dev stuff. Well, we should talk about that. That's a, that's a good segue. Um, why don't we uh, get into some of the hunter changes that are happening for, for 6.2 and just kind of do a, a review of of everything and we'll talk about survival but yeah i mean for those who if you didn't watch the live stream especially you know watcher dev said it was demonology's turn to be the worst warlock spec and like i said he could have easily said the same thing about survival it's survival's turn to be the worst uh hunter spec unfortunately we were hoping that would change but uh well let's just go through some of the the, the basic changes like things like Aspect of the fox is going away if anyone still uses it now. I mean, we kind of talked about that, but I I don't know. I still don't know 
why it needed to go. I kind of liked having that little bit of utility. And um, I mean, where, where, did you see any issues with it, Artemis, in the mythic rating that you do? I mean, was it problematic? Were you guys just exploiting the hell out of it? <laughs> uh, like I'm sorry. Easy? With uh, with box removed, I totally zone out. Yeah, so with yes. box with box removed. Oh yeah, no, I didn't see too many problems without it. I mean, I would like it for marksman personally, but. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. when you were, when you did have it, or when you use it in your mythic raids, I mean, with, did you feel like, oh my god, this is the most powerful thing, you know, in the game, and that therefore, you know, black hand phase one, yes. Other fights, most fights, it was like trivial. I used it here, and it was smart. Oh, good, that helped out a lot. But if we didn't have it, it wouldn't be a big deal, you know. The only fight I felt it was like super trivial on, like again, was like mythic black hand demo phases like it was crucial yeah so that would um, be cool. for the for the for the sake of the chat room since we were down for a little bit i've um i i do some i do some recording i'm a violinist and i've got um i've got some wild music that i've been meaning to get to among others like um a violin transcription of the grizzly hill theme and it's just something i do as a hobby now um at one point it was something that i did semi-professionally but it's been supplanted by other things so it's just something I do for kicks now but uh, at one point I, I mentioned it on the WHU Facebook page and I was like yeah I'll let you guys know when it's done and that was months ago and <laughs> real life real life intervened um, but yeah it, it's good it'll happen at some point so um, you know all these little side projects here and there when I have time that are fun to, to stay involved with it because you know you do miss it you, I can't devote as much time as I want, but there's still fun ways to stay involved, whether it's, you know, doing some of the real life stuff at Renaissance fairs or things like this. Um, you know, you're at least staying active with stuff that you love. All right, well, let's get back on track here just a little bit. You know, we've had this one note. It's been here every show, and I don't think we've really talked about it, maybe, maybe one time, but uh, there was a change to pets and that exotic pets are now tameable at level two. 10 and i think i heard about it first from you bendak um but that was one of those is that still the case i mean has anyone noticed it i mean a change on the ptr that's it's not documented in the uh patch notes anywhere but i, I don't know somebody somebody noticed that i think it might have been you yeah it wasn't documented but um yeah it's still level 10 it's the reason i think it no one noticed is because it's a, one of those passives that they took out of the spell book um so people just didn't see it. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah. level 10 now. Which is nice. So for example, so in, in, you know, which I always thought was a good idea. I mean, exotic pets were introduced, I believe, in Wrath of the Lich King. So by then, you know, you were talking about being level 80 or, 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 or approaching that. <clears throat> so it kind of made sense, you know, since most hunters were already a high level when, when that was introduced into the game. Ever since they changed it so that you get those specializations at level 10 and you could become a Beast Mastery Hunter at level 10, I always felt like, you know, exotic pets at level 69, I think is where it was, uh, didn't make a whole lot of sense, especially once they introduced more and more new pets into the game and more exotic skins that were at levels lower than level 69. I think Cataclysm was the one that really uh, changed that and allowed them to introduce the exotic pets at lower levels. But uh, so what are some, why don't we talk, just give some folks an idea of a few of the pets you can get at level 10 or, or, or not necessarily at level 10, but, you know, low levels. So if you're going to be leveling a new hunter, and I always encourage people to level a hunter, 
Well, Dark Brew, what do we have on the menu today? We got Kirkin on the Blood Mist Isle. He's a low-level core hound. What about Glint, the rare shale spider in Arathi Highlands? And let's not forget about Nath, the rare worm in Silver Pine Forest. Delirium, why don't you take off the rest? <laughs> Nath is well done. Thanks, Artemis. There's still <laughs> more pets. You got. I think when we were compiling this list, was just looking through uh, Petopia for uh, any rares that were available. Uh, I think the shale spider is a big one. Uh, actually, that's it's probably not the case anymore. What else? Something else gives uh, stats now, right? Anybody know what else gives a stats bonus other than shale spiders? Uh, I don't know if there's an exotic pet that does it. Shale spiders. That's like what the blessing of kings sort of buff you're talking about. Right, right. So you get yeah, so you get it. Yeah, you get it from dogs. Uh, do that, and gorillas. Well, at least it used to just be uh, shale spiders. So <laughs> I know this because the, the gorilla is Blessing of Kongs is the name of the buff, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, right. And There's Bark also, of the Wild. Yes. My favorite one, Bark, Bark of the Wild. I love that, too. It's just like, you know, it's just great. So it's like, you know, paladins and druids, we no longer need you. Thank you for your services. Yep. <laughs> you can go home now. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. By the way, Artemis, whatever it is that you're, you, you started drinking in the middle of the show, you need to do that before every show because that was awesome oh, <laughs> so well let's let's talk about this the specs and maybe we should start with 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 beast mastery because i we think at least i think that's one of the specs would be one of the two specs that everyone's going to be wanting to have in their in their in their repertoire so i don't care who artemis you want to talk a little bit about beast mastery or do you want to talk about marksmanship which one's your your favorite you know here why don't we talk about beast mastery second best to marksman but still comes close Yes. And what should we talk about today? The two set or the four set? Two How about set for BM. Both? That's a great idea. So arcane shot and multi shot increase the duration of your focus fire by isn't it one second now? Is it one second now? Yeah. Yeah, these are the old notes. So yeah, one second. They changed it. It was three seconds, which was amazing because you'd have like perma uh, focus fire, but they didn't like that. Well, it seemed a little broken because you would just get like a five stack of focus fire um, going on. Pop that, or I'm sorry, five stack of frenzy. You pop that, you would have like focus fire for infinity and beyond because three seconds is a big duration extension, especially if you picked up like I don't know, thrill the hunt. So this kind of balances it out and actually makes it so you actually press the button more than one time in a fight. Uh, so we got the foresight going on. Your focus fire uh, also summons a fellboard to assist you. The fellboard does a ton of damage. I don't know if they nerfed it. Or anything? Have you guys seen that? Lately? They did, yeah. Or, uh, still do a ton of damage, like it does an average amount of damage now. Doesn't it hit? Or... Yeah. What were you gonna, gonna say, say Bendek? I was gonna say, doesn't it hit just as hard as the current four piece in terms of damage per hit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just gonna be up for longer because you'll focus fire up longer than you had Beast of Wrath up. Yeah, Bellboard is going to be up for as long as Focus Fire is up, so if you can get that Focus Fire to extend you know, as long as you can, you're going to have more of the piggy. Uh, your preferred stats are still going to be Haste and Mastery for obvious reasons. I think Mastery does affect the Bellboard pet. There's hope. Right. Um. So, what is this? How does the. Now, does this change Focus Fire then? Once we get that. Uh... 
two piece, I guess. Once you get two pieces, and then of course moving on to four pieces, how does that does that change at all? How we we, we currently use focus fire? Because right now we've got like you you need it. You practically you do almost need an add on and, and a little thing popping up on your screen to say hit the button now. And there's all sorts of rules that you know suggest when when we ought to be using it. Do those rules stay the same, or is it going to change now? Basically, are we going to want to get five stacks every time as much as we can for focus fire? The only change I've seen is um, it's in 6.1 as it currently is, there's no time where you really want to cancel focus fire and reapply. And in the new version, if you have lower stacks of focus fire, it's looking like, I don't know if any of the numbers are finished yet, but it's looking like you're going to want to um, go ahead and cancel the lower frenzy stack focus fire and reapply with a higher frenzy focus fire with your five stacks uh, which really only matters at the beginning of the fight or if you do something for bestial wrath uh, stuff like that um as it originally was that was very important um but and now it's less so with the nerfed uh fellbore but it's still it's uh so far like spending the extra gcd seems to be worth it other than that i guess everything's the same Okay, so you're still going to want to just say, let's say if you got a stack of it, you want to pop it like when you're about to go into Bestial Wrath, for example, rather than trying to wait and build up the stacks. Right, yeah, you're not going to want to delay Bestial Wrath to have five stacks. Though if you can continue, you know, if you can spam some arcane shots during Bestial Wrath to drag out that focus fire as long as possible, that's not going to hurt at all. And for the most part, BM will still be very... um viable if you have to find yourself moving a lot come next to your progression uh still if you can like sit somewhere and chill and be able to like reduce your movement by a minimal amount you'll find marksman will be good on majority of these fights actually even ones right. with aoe on them yeah i was gonna say because we know that marksmanship has pretty crappy aoe whereas beast mastery has pretty strong aoe and I haven't looked at these fights too much in Hellfire Citadel, but uh, and to know how many, how much AOE situations there are, um, and are there, are there a lot? I mean, almost every fight. It's very rare, obviously, to have single target fights. Everything involves adds in some way, shape, or another. Right, and that's that definitely continues to be true. But what we do see is a lot of high priority targets, uh, especially in the mm-hmm. first, I don't know, half. Uh, Really throughout the fight, there's or throughout the raid, there's a lot of fights where you need something burned down quickly. You know, you don't need to necessarily spam AOE. And I think that's kind of the trouble with Beast Mastery right now is while it does do way better uh, AOE than any of the other hunter specs, uh, just you know, heads and shoulders better than Survival or Marksman at AOE. It's um, it's not as good as a Boomkin. It's not as good as a Warlock. Um, I think there's a lot of AoE classes that are just, you know, destroying AoE. Uh, so if you can pull off Marksman, if you can get your mastery up decent uptime, uh, if you can pull off the rotation, then you know, it'll be more help to the raid to be, you know, focusing on those priority targets and letting the kind of those silly support classes take care of the trash for you. Right. <laughs> So let's talk about marksmanship then, because it seems like that's going to be kind of back on top once again, just like it was at the beginning of the the expansion. As it should be. <laughs> so you're a big fan. So so what's changed then with with marksmanship? I mean, 
what do they do? They they buffed aim shot, right? We know that it's going to deal about 15% more damage than it was, which is always good. But what right, else? So it's is- up to 500% weapon damage. So your weapon damage plus your AP effect on weapon damage tied five. That's insane. This is the greatest uh, trash shot ever. You know, this is our focus dump. It's doing five times weapon damage. It's just great. I love it. So your game plan for, like, if you're going to Heroic first week, you should, even if it's that kind of poorly, you should try to get um, a higher item level weapon as soon as you can. Just to get yourself going for mythic. The best way to do that might be to craft one. Is it going to be the the, the so the crafted? You mean like through the en- up craft the engineering gun and and upgrade that? Well, if you or... want a high high item level weapon quickly, it's probably your best bet. Right. It can go up to seven oh five. So. Well, what and what's about the, the heroic the... weapon that drops off the first boss? We talked it's about this in chat, and I forgot. Oh, ouch! Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the normal, isn't it? 695? Uh, no, first four bosses on Heroic will be, uh, I think, 695, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> yep. It's and then like what the can best you... ass for BM, too. Right. And what can you get for um, Tannin, the, the Tanan, I don't know how you pronounce it, the jungle, the uh, Apexus. Isn't that a 695 weapon as well that you'll be able yeah. to get? Yep, you can get that right away as long as you have. Um, how many 20, crystals do you need for that? 20,000. Plus, you'll need a weapon token, which you can get as a drop, most likely. And if for some reason you can't get it as a drop, you can buy one for 10,000 crystals. Right. So, you, so about, to- yeah. oh, cool. you make the gun, then upgrade it, and that's 695. Right. So for about 30, what, 30,000 crystals, then you can just buy it <laughs> right for the right for the get-go. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that should be better than a, a Blackrock Foundry heroic weapon. That's right, yeah. So especially for heroic or normal mode raiders, that's going to be a great option. For yeah, see, I'm I'm really using the, the the crafted gun, so I'm stuck at uh, God. What's the eye level on that? Uh, Seven seventy five, I believe, is is what it is. Six seventy five. Six yeah. six seventy five. Excuse me, six seventy five. Yeah, so I don't have the six eighty five yet. Even it's ridiculous. So, I mean, that seems like a, a very quick path to getting a, a an immediate upgrade would be to get that that Apexis weapon. <clears throat> That's one possibility. Yeah, especially if you're raiding on the first day, because sure, I actually I actually looked into this. You know how the um, in order to get the recipes for the new engineering upgrades, you need to go to that garrison vendor, mm-hmm. and those are on a rotation. <laughs> I looked up the All rotation right. and I looked down the calendar, and the engineering guy's not going to appear till Friday. So if you want to raid on Tuesday with a better weapon, it's probably your best bet is to get one of these Tanan ones. Because you won't be able to upgrade your engineering one to the weekend. And that's assuming you can afford all the Feldblight for it. Right, right. And we already know that, you know, you're going to have to get that through fishing and mining as well as, this, you know, just do, 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 doing the gathering when you're in Tanan Jungle. Um, right, so yeah. I, if what? It's the same, if it's the same as it is on the PTR right now, uh, I haven't played around in Tanan Jungle very much at all. But just the little bit of time when I was uh, a couple of nights ago, uh, I was looking for that pet with the uh, Petopia challenge, and the Felblight was dropping like crazy. Like, I, I couldn't believe how little work it was to get a lot of Felblight, so I wouldn't be worried about that. It cost you much. I also think that um, the new world boss in Tanan 
every time you kill it once a week, you also get like a stack of 10 Felblight. Oh, I, I heard something about that too. Yes, he's going to drop a bunch, a bunch. So yeah, maybe it won't be too bad because I think you only need like 15 for each upgrade, right? But yeah, that's he, cool. That keeps the boss would, relevant for yeah. a little bit longer too, which is great. So yeah. I guess the question then is with the aim shot buff, I mean, going into 6.2 with your four pieces of tier... 17, I mean, is switching over to Marksman for single target, I guess, or most of the fights still, is that worthwhile if you get that upgraded weapon? Yes. If you're unable to get, like, something that's above 705, like, day one, or you don't have, like, a Mythic mm -hmm. Warforged weapon right now, like, you're probably going to want to get yourself a crafty gun. Not everybody is a Mythic Raider, we know that, so it's no, like, I'm not a 705 like weapon is definitely a great thing to take advantage of. I have 675, so 705 would definitely be the goal. I'll probably do the uh, 695 as the stopgap, which will pretty much also guarantee that I'll get the weapon drop off the first boss, the first night. Guaranteed, yeah. Well, there's fights <laughs> that drop, like, you can't get, like, a heroic 715 item level weapon, I'm pretty sure. Let me triple check that, actually. You guys carry on. Sorry. No, no, no. So now you were talking about mastery. Did you mention? I hear you mentioned mastery delirium for marksmanship as a possible good stat to have. I, I would mean, not I consider oh that. no, yeah, no. it's it's still lower than the you know crit and multi strike. Um, and versatility, versatility is even yeah. equivalent to multi strike right now. But it's not. I mean, it's still something we're gonna have, and you're gonna have to use well to get the most out of marksmanship. Yeah. And see, that's my dilemma, at least, I, since I've been playing Beast Mastery this whole time. All my stats are, all the stats on my gear are geared towards Beast Mastery. It's all haste and mastery. So I've got nothing that really benefits marksmanship whatsoever. So I'm just really concerned that, you know, my marksmanship damage is going to be garbage because I don't have the, the secondary stats to support it. So. And the only thing I can suppose I think I can really control, of course, would be the gems in, in, in chance, which I could, could swap out. Uh, I wanted to make a correction to what I said earlier about the 695 weapon. Uh -huh. um, heroic, the first four bosses, will actually drop 705. So you can't get a 705 weapon from, I think it's Iron Reaver. It's the first boss, actually. Hellfire Assault. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so then it won't be an automatic drop. So my 60k or whatever, or 30k won't be... Total waste, but... <laughs> you can also still get in Heroic a 715 item of a weapon from Manoroth, and you can also get a 710 from Sorathar. Okay. hate that guy's name. Sokrathar. Sokrathar. I liked him, though. I thought was, that was... He was part of that quest in Shadowmoon Valley. I don't know if, I don't know if the Horde got to see him become Sokrathar or whatever his name is, either. That was more of an alliance thing, but I don't know. Cracked me up. So that's good. Yeah, um, I guess we can talk. Let me just talk a little bit more about weapons because somebody in the uh, one of the questions yesterday from the the the, the dev Q and A was asking about why were there no six uh, agility weapons off of Archimond, basically. And I'm not sure I understood the answer. I don't know that I like the answer. There wasn't really a good reason for it. <laughs> what did you guys think of that? I yeah. don't like it. If this is the last raid of the tier, then it doesn't matter at all. We'll have our, you know, weapons going into the last progression boss, 
And I kind of agree with Watcher. It only affects people trying to get top parses. If there is another raid tier after this, then it means we're behind everybody else going into the next raid tier, which is kind of lame. So, meh, I don't know. I would have to think that there's another raid coming in this expansion. I mean, they haven't announced it or anything, but it just seems odd that this would be the last one. Because I just can't imagine the next expansion coming that soon that we wouldn't be stuck in Hellfire Citadel for almost as long as we were in Siege of Orgrimmar, you know? I highly doubt it's last year. How many tiers have there been, like, relative to other expansions? Every, yeah, three. Yeah, this will be the, well, yeah, I mean, as far as actual tier gear, this would be the second set of tier gear that we've gotten in in Warlords of Draenor. Yeah, and usually usually there's one more. I'm trying to think historically. I don't think they've ever done fewer than three. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes they've done four. So I, I would think. Yeah, I think three. like um, Wrath went from like seven to ten, if I remember, right? Something along those lines. Right. Yeah. Wrath had, uh, I believe, four tiers. They had, you know, Nax yeah. and Ulduar and Trial of the Crusader had a set of tier gear and, of course, uh, ICC. So they had four, yeah. four sets the, of tier uh, gear there. Ruby Sanctum. Yep. Yep. It was another, yeah, little half raid or whatever. Yeah. 0.5. Here's what I think they'll do. I think they'll put out another tier in like November, right after yes. BlizzCon. Yep. I don't then, think they will because I think they'll be putting out beta for 7.0 about that time. I think they'll be wow. doing that too. I think they'll be doing both those things. Well, they could easily do both, yeah, but they're, they don't want another year-long raid tier. They yeah. know better. They know better. I, I think what you were saying is right, Bendek. I think I think the next tier for Warlords of Draenor, the final one, would be sometime right after BlizzCon. And I also think they'll do the expansion announcement at BlizzCon mm-hmm. and probably start Alpha, Beta right around there and then line up the release of the expansion with the movie Yeah, time frame. It might not be like a really long tier. It might only be like mm-hmm. nine or ten <laughs> bosses, but yep. I think there'll be another tier for sure. Yeah, that's that's my feeling as well. Cool. So with the four piece, so we, let's talk. So so let's go back to marksmanship real quick and talk about their tier set bonuses. So they've got the. Is there something wonky? What's what's up with the rapid fire buff that you gain from the two piece? Is it? And so how it's it... it's working as would be expected at this point, as of a just a couple builds ago on the PTR. Um, so you have four seconds of rapid fire and careful aim where you get plus 50% crit on your aim shots. Um, So that's all normal. What's kind of weird about it is, well, it sounds like, you know, this is something you'll be getting often. It's a 40% chance every time your chim shot crits, which is if you're, if you have the soft cap, you know, of crit, which is pretty much only mythic raiders, um, in tier 18 gear, Mythic Raiders, you'll have about a 50% chance of getting a crit every nine seconds. Um, and then that 50% chance, you'll have another 40% chance roll. So about 20% of the time, your chim shot will proc this. So that's one out of five, which is every 45 seconds-ish. So four seconds every 45 seconds. It's not very often. Uh, and it's only... It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just there. 
I mean, you can definitely do some things to take advantage of it. You want to be um, pooling your focus for every chim shot just in case it procs so you can spam out some uh, aim shots and mm -hmm. get the auto crits. But uh, in general, yeah, you just it's not going to do that much damage for you. And I mean, and the four piece just makes our aim shot instant cast. So, it, you know, the benefits of rapid fire. I mean, what does it benefit at that point? I mean, the main benefits from the from, from right. rapid fire. Well, the careful aim is the biggest. Uh, the careful benefit, aim, that, right? The right. plus fifty crit. And then I which guess which is awesome. And if and you're using the, focusing shot, I guess if you're taking that, obviously right. benefit from that as well. Yeah. So Bendak, I think you were looking at kind of uh, stat weights a couple weeks ago, and haste is still doing isn't as terrible as you would expect, right? Yeah, I thought it would be terrible because you're not casting anything, but apparently the you know stampede. And all that just it still keeps the value up there. Not not like that you're going to be enchanting for it. It's just it won't be quote like a garbage stat, you know. Right. It's not even as bad as it is for uh, survival. Yeah. So I mean, if you see a piece of gear with haste, it's not like oh that's terrible. Like going to avoid that. It's like it's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world, you know. Yeah. So you're going to want to go for as much crit as you can. But and, and while we're on the topic. Uh turtles all night from the chat room asked had a question about related to this he said with the tier 18 bonus being instant aim shots would you want to save rapid fire for when the target hits 80 percent to extend the careful aim bonus or use it as usual on the pull does it change the strategy at all once you get the four piece with how you want to use rapid fire yeah i haven't actually looked into this deeply but my kind of suspicion is you'll uh, still be using on the pull on the majority of fights uh, the haste and all that will be uh, useful, um, and unless unless it's a really short fight, uh, being able to get an additional rapid fire off will be more useful than saving it and getting the. I, you're not going to get much extra careful aim time unless you're it's a super get, short fight. Here's why you want a rapid fire up. You're going to play with focusing shot, or even with or without it. You will get more aim shots in by getting your focus regen way up there, so your careful aim usage will be more beneficial. Therefore, yes, please use rapid fire on the pole. Unless there's some crazy theory crafting out there that I haven't seen yet, I still think it's just normal. Yeah, there are other benefits to haste than just the cast time of your aim shot. So. All right. Well, well, why don't we talk about the the final spec, the one <laughs> that we what just sort of. There's only two specs. Yeah, there are only two specs, and that really is the problem. So we have something in there called survival, and I guess we are allowed to. We can choose it if we want. Um, survival's turn. It is survival's turn to be the worst hunter spec in World of Warcraft, oh. unfortunately. Uh, and by a lot too, right? Nothing's changed. I mean, it's weird because. We see that there was a nerf to explosive shot and there was a buff to mastery and none of that seems to matter at all. I mean, if they. So what's yep. happened with it? I mean, you guys have looked at it. I mean, it's just it's just falling way behind, period. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, without the so when they removed the initial serpent sting tick from arcane shot, uh, they just totally neutered the spec. That was so much damage that it was doing before, and now your serpent sting hardly matters. 
it's just there. I mean, it's a dot. It gives you a little damage, but it's like, uh, you know, 5K, 10K every three seconds. Nothing to write home about. No way to increase it or get more out of it. There's no reason to refresh it uh, before it expires, basically. Right, yeah. So on, uh, if you're doing a multi-target fight, you're just going to continue your single target rotation, except for every, until you're over, I think, six or more, you can spam, maybe it's seven or more, you can spam uh, multi-shot just for that physical damage. But in general, you're better off just using arcane shot normally. There's no benefit to go into your, uh, there's no kind of AOE rotation at all. Just every 15 seconds at multi-shot and then go back to your single target. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because I know there are a lot of people that still still like the spec. I know some folks that have been using it pretty regularly, pretty steady. Um, and BlackRock Foundry, and I think they're going to be unpleasantly surprised uh, by their damage output when Hellfire Citadel gets here. And as you said, I think mainly it's because of that that Serpent Sting nerf, that change to the to the to the damage tick. I think it might just be as simple as that they didn't like that mechanic and mm -hmm. so they just right. took it out and it's the same reasoning as the warlock thing they don't like how the spec played so they're gonna nerf it so no one plays it and t until they fix it yeah <clears throat> yeah and, guess, uh, oh, go ahead i was just gonna say i guess if you're looking for a silver lining you know there have been entire expansions where we were lucky to have two specs to play so like, i don't want to i don't want to try to lipstick a pig here you know i realize there are survival adherents that would love to play either all three or specifically survival but um it actually sounds pretty par for the course you know as an outsider looking in you know knowing what the last few expansions gave us too um you know, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, if you can talk seriously about two of the specs for, like, high-level rating, that's better than we sometimes have had it. So hopefully they do bring this up, though. It sounds pretty terrible at the moment. Yeah, in the big picture of all of WoW rating, I think it's it's still, it's not as behind as other specs have been in the past. Um, but it's still, kind of compared to 5.4, the specs were so well-balanced for a while in uh, Blackrock Foundry, the specs were all playable. Marksmanship didn't have the uh, AoE, but it had great single target burst. And both Survival and BM were used on you know the first Black Hand kills by lots of hunters. Uh, they were all very playable and great and just so well balanced. And so now going to this, it's just they set up our expectations too much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the that's the downside of um, the mythical balance that everyone always wants. As soon as they get all three specs playable, then inevitably the next um, raid tier or next expansion, like everyone will be griping because now suddenly only two of them or only one of them in certain situations. Yeah, no, you make you make a great point there, and it's like there have been opportunities to play all three specs in the you know raiding uh, environment this expansion, which is unusual i mean you know usually what happens is one dominates that particular tier and then they make some tweaks and then the next tier comes around and something else you know kind of moves in front and we seem to have shuffling you know a little bit of shuffling throughout this entire expansion you know a couple couple things changed you know during the uh, 
not Hellfire Center. What was it? What was the High Mall? Excuse me. Yeah, for the High Mall raid, for for example. And and BlackRock Foundry's been pretty pretty steady, and now we're going to have another another shift going into Hellfire Citadel, where you know <clears throat> the marksmanship BMs. I don't think is is that big a deal. It's just more than seeing survival kind of get really pushed out of the way. Um, has been been a little bit disappointing. Over on Final Boss yesterday, after the uh, Q&A went over, he was making a theory, a tinfoil hat, about that they were nerfing the Warlock spec so that they could turn it into a tanking spec. And if that's the case, then yeah. <laughs> we might be getting a tanking spec someday. Melee Hunter cool. confirmed. Yes, Hell yeah. yeah. I won't complain about it if that's the case. If I'll they give us a dedicated tanking spec, I'm yet. coming back to WoW. <laughs> Well, we almost had it with BM when you were doing your soloing. So, yeah, that would be fun. There'd be a lot of complaining, but at the same time, yeah, it would, it would be real interesting. And it would make it so they wouldn't have to balance three DPS specs. Right. Do we want to talk about the clustering it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we should bring that up again. Some set bonuses. Nobody they cares do, about but them, but... They, 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 <laughs> well, well, you're going to get your set pieces no matter what, so, you know. But what is survival set bonuses because I've, I've i've hardly looked at them oh yeah black arrow increases yeah. the elemental damage done to the target by 15 percent for 15 seconds that's your two piece and then the four pieces explosive shot causes a shadow nova tar on targets afflicted by your black arrow right so i actually love the two set bonus mm -hmm. i think it's incredibly interesting and fun it has a huge impact on your rotation if you want to get the most out of it, or you can just play as normal and still get a little bit of bonus from it, which I think is a great way to do a set bonus. If the numbers were tuned well enough that this was a competitive spec, I think it would be a great set bonus. Um, so, you know, you have arcane shot and explosive shot are your big elemental damages other than your dots. And if you, you so you can go down to almost no focus Use up all your focus during Black Decay, which is the name of the spell for the two set. And then just cast your, you know, uh, focus regen shots while it's down until you cast another Black Arrow. And then eat through all your focus. You know, it's just a, there's a lot you can do uh, with multi-dotting too, you know, to make sure uh, you're using the most out of your Black Decay. Or you can just do your rotation as normal, as I mentioned. And you'll still get a little bit of bonus, but it won't hurt you at all. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So let's just sort of just to wrap up. Oh, let's talk about the trinket. Uh, it's like, so the Talisman of the Master Tracker. Of course, this is the Archimon trinket, right? So this drops off the final boss. Um, Correct. In, 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 in the raid, so you're not going to get it on, you know, right away or, or something. Although I suppose there's an opportunity to get it from your, your garrison mission. So who knows what will happen there. But, uh, oh, yeah, uh, is there? I mean, your shipyard Wait, mission. Shipyard, the ship march. Yeah. Is huh. it confirmed or? I don't know. I'm just speculating. You would. I read somewhere that yeah, you they, you can get um, items from any of the, quote, um, eye level tiers. I guess. Wow, that's okay. insane. Well, but they, did, they did make a change to that though. You don't, you know, I don't think you get um, you used to get say you're progressing in heroic, you get mythic missions. Mm -hmm. I don't think they do that anymore. Like you're only going to get missions for the difficulty you're actually playing. Oh wow! Well, that that is a big change, that including big change. raid finder. So if you're right. do, only doing LFR, you're just going to get raid finder uh, boxes. Huh. I mean, in some ways that makes sense. I mean, 
It does because like so, so many of the mythic pieces I have are for missions, and then yeah, I get them, and then I kill the boss. The item drops, and it's like, well, actually, you I don't, don't need do it. That. Yeah, because, you don't need it unless it's yeah. Warforged or something. And sometimes you even maybe get the Warforged, right? You know, so yeah. No, we've talked about that even in our own guild, that it kind of makes killing some of those bosses feel a little bit irrelevant, you know, especially if you've seen it on a lower difficulty, you've kind of got the the feel for it. You know, you see, you, you sort of feel like you've gotten the experience of, of killing it. And then mm -hmm. you go into, say, normal to heroic, and you've already got the gear from that boss, you know, killing it doesn't, doesn't need, feel like it matters nearly as much. As it did before, but but the 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 trinket, of course, is going to have some spec specific uh, abilities to it. So it's going to you know, it'll change and have different abilities, different procs uh, depending on the spec that you choose. So we should probably let's review those one more one last time. Artemis, do you want to run through them? Oh well, certainly, Dark Brew. It's my pleasure. So, for if you happen to be a uh, beast mastery hunter, your beastal wrath now lasts an additional thirty seconds on your pet, and it increases your pet damage by an additional uh, marginal percentage. We don't know if that's being changed yet, do we? Yeah, and it's different per tier. So, yeah. uh, whatever difficulty you're on, you get a little bit higher percent. And if you're survival, you get the best class trinket of all time. It's called Blackness. Your arcane shots and multi shots now have a twenty-two percent chance to reset the cooldown of Black Arrow. It's actually up to, uh, I think it's 76, 86, and 100% for normal, heroic, and mythic now. Wow. That's right. That's, oh, that's right. ridiculous. The, the, yeah, that's right. The abilities, the procs on this scale, uh, depending on the uh, item level of the trinket itself. So it's not a, not a flat rate. So the, the higher the item level, the better your trinket. Yeah, so at 100%, though, it's not actually any better because you don't need Black Arrow every time you cast a uh, Arcane Shot. Yeah, no kidding. Be good right. for a multi-target. But... So are you going to be like multi-dotting now with your, your, is that the idea? I mean, it's I just, guess, it's, yeah. So yeah, so, so Solar actually came to me this week and said, hey, I've got this idea for how we're going to make um, survival the ultimate, cla you know, ultimate spec for AOE. We're going to bring it back. Um, and so he gave me some data he'd been working on to uh, try to create an APL in SimC and see if we could get the computer to do a better rotation than we were doing. And I worked on it for hours trying to get everything to do exactly like he was saying and suggesting. And this was using, it was basically prioritizing black arrow over everything and making sure you had black decay up on each, um, each ability, only using explosive shot when it was free and on a black decay target, and then going on to keeping black arrow up because it does so much more damage than any other ability per cast. Um, so it's just this, it was going to be this great, but it, it turns out we just didn't have enough focus to do it. So uh -huh. you can only really get a hundred percent uptime on about three targets. Um, and then after that, you're just not going to have enough focus, even with the hundred percent chance to reset black arrow, you just can't keep it up on like four or five, six targets. So you're not getting any more benefit after three targets. I don't know if that made sense how I described it, but it does. Um, so after all that work, we were still about, I don't know, 20k below Beast Mastery on like a four target fight. A lot of effort and skill involvement yes. doesn't give you any benefit right. out of it. Ridiculous. Well, at least, um, for the last one though, Marksman gets this, uh, sweet thing called Longview. Uh, basically your shots deal a, uh, percentage 
of damage, increased damage per yard between you and the target. So the further out you are, the more damage you're going to be doing with it. Um, it's not the best trinket in the world for marksmanship because there's some fights you're going to be hugging the boss and you can't do anything about it, but it does have some benefit on a few fights. Yeah, so when playing with it on the PTR, it was fun to have it as a backup trinket. Like if if we had the right comp where I could stand at 40 plus yards <laughs> um, the whole time, then it was fun to do, you know, and a healer who didn't mind following me around to make sure I was in range. It's fun to try to see how far out you can get, but it's I just I mean it's since it's the last boss, obviously, it's not gonna be a part of progression rating. It's not gonna be super important to progression no, rating. I mean it, it will if you're going from say heroic to mythic or something. Myth, yeah. Right, yeah. That's, you know, that's that's when you start to get the benefit but or even normal to heroic. I think that's and I don't off the top of my head remember what the percents are, but for the normal trinket it's point three percent per yard. So at uh, 40 yards, you're getting, I can't remember. Somebody do math. What's 40 times 0. 3? 12%. 12%. Um, I want to be able to stand the, at the instance entrance and shoot something. <laughs> it's really yeah. I guess Isn't since you're saying you have fun? all that mastery gear. Right. Maybe. It's right. Just load up on mastery and then stand at the the entrance to the instance and then just shoot everything. If it went for the line of sight, that would work. Isn't it still capped at 40 yards, though? No, it's it's working past 40 yards now. Okay. Uh, the only thing that doesn't work is Barrage, which has never worked for uh, this whole expansion for greater than 40 yards. Um, so don't pick Barrage, which is the only way MM can do significant AoE damage. So <laughs> either stand at 40 yards for Barrage or pick Power Shot. Slave Toss, yeah. Well, I don't know deal. if they'll fix that. Who knows? It seems like people complain about barrage hitting targets that are too far away. Uh, so, so I don't know if maybe they added this bug on purpose. Well, that covers all the changes in in six point two, and I know with all the starts and stops, I have no idea how far into things we are. But I think we're we're I think we're close to the end. Uh, we do have one email which I'm pretty sure we didn't read last time. So why don't we read that and then. Uh, Get on with our day here. And this was from, from Lirat. And he was asking a question about bonus armor. I thought it was an interesting question. He said, would picking up gear with bonus armor help with soloing? Or would the extra DPS secondary stats still be uh, a better option? Any thoughts from anyone? Uh, bonus armor doesn't work for hunters. It only works for tank specs. Um, so it'll be, if you put it on a piece with bonus armor, it'll gray it out. Um, unless something's changed that I haven't heard about, it's not going to do you any good at all. It'll just be a stat you don't get. Yeah, what basically what he said. Don't don't pick up bonus armor stuff, man. Let the tanks have it. It's it's not <laughs> good for us at all. All right, so it's all hunter you hunter loot with an asterisk next to uh bonus armor, I guess. Yes. In uh when when we were doing high mall. Uh, early on, before I guess it was before it actually started, I saw a ring on the black market auction house that was a uh, black rock foundry mythic ring. It was agility crit. This was when marksmanship was the top spec, or thought it was going to be the top spec. Um, agility crit and bonus armor, I think. And so I thought, oh, it's only thirty k. Perfect. I'll just pick <laughs> this up. 
and get all that agility and crit. And it turned out it was worse than even like some of the 630 rings you could get from nice, uh, nice. <laughs> get from the dungeon. So <laughs> I just threw away 30,000 gold, which, you know, at least it wasn't as expensive as other pieces on the BMAH, but it was a waste nonetheless. Well, let's be honest, 30k is what, two days? Garrison missions? Well, for maybe for you people who do garrison missions. Yeah, I do them. I'm not getting that much out of them. I'm not certainly not on a on a daily basis, but but I'm only really using the one garrison to run all those those gold missions. But uh, I don't know. They did hint that they might nerf that at some point, not for a single character, but for for the folks that are running like you know twelve garrisons at max level with you know full you know arsenal of treasure hunters. Hey, I've only got six and forty two. Treasure <laughs> so this might be our last show before the patch, right? That's what we're thinking. That's what we speculated at the, the top of the show, that we think that this will be the final show before the for the patch hits. I just wanted to give one tip for people who want to get those um, Apexis upgrades from Tanan. Oh, yes, yes. I saw you mention this. Yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, so if you're already, your Apexis crystals, if you're capped already or close to capped, um, and you can manage to cap it. There's a way you can take in extra apexes on top of the 60k. So those scouting misses that you can buy in your garrison to do those daily or garrison daily quests. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So if you go to your garrison vendor for like 200 resources, you can buy yeah. uh, a scouting missive that'll open up the quest for that particular apexes right. mission. Right. So there's 12 of them. Um, you can go do all 12 of them and don't turn them in and then turn them in on patch day. And that's another 10,000 crystals you're bringing in and you can get a mage tower, fill that with mm -hmm. uh, 36 work orders. And that's another, you know, 7,500 to 10,000 crystals. So you could walk in on day one and get like um, three pieces of 695 here. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now, those missives, can you only do one a day, or can you do, like, as many as you want? As many as you want, yeah. I've already, I, I, I queued up, like, about ten of them in one day, so. They're just, I just have to resist the urge to click that, that turn in. The turn in and yeah. collect the rewards, yeah. Well, I still need a few of those to do for my, uh, the, for the meta yeah. achievement. Yeah, so. kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the... which, if you need to get the flying... Wowhead has a guide up and also has a, a counter that will look at your account and tell you exactly what you have left to do on it. So turns out I'm closer than I thought I was. Um, and also your Wow Money podcast went into uh, making gold into Nan Jungle this week. So if you don't want to do it with Garrisons, try that. Oh, cool. What, what was that? Do you have an address for it? Your Wow Money. Cool. They're on Twitch. They're on uh, all the other usual places, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Looks like yourwowmoney.com. So perfect. Cool. Well, I think that's going to about do it for today. So the next time you hear us, uh, hopefully we'll be well underway with patch 6.2 and, you know, tackling the Tanan jungle and Hellfire Citadel. Arth, thank you for, for joining us. I was glad you could come and listen to the show and hop on and, and say hello to everyone. We had, had a, it was fun. Having yeah. you back on there. Thanks for having me. It um, 
you know, it, this doesn't, this time doesn't work out with my schedule too well, so it really has been a while, but, uh, I was happy to, uh, was happy that I was able to pop in. I was really just, you know, expecting to listen in on the podcast for the first time in a while rather than, um, listening to the recording afterwards, but, uh, you know, it's nice to see it's still going. There's, I think, more regular hosts than ever, so, uh, you know, the, it's going strong, definitely, but, um, you know, I'll be around. It might be a while again before I get to, pop in and say hi again but it was fun i'm glad you guys had me cool cool well yeah it was it was it was glad you were available so it's good to good to chat with you one more time so on that note you have been listening to episode 219 of the hunting party podcast i am dark brew from the brewhall.com and the brewhall on twitter i'm delirium from thrill of the wild.com and at delirium hunts on twitter and i'm bendak from eyes of the beast blizzard watch and bendak well on twitter and I'm Artemis Hell from the Warcraft Hunters Union and at Artemis Hell on Twitter. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have all these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. Stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre cristal la emoción de los salvaje. Keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues. For the horde. And Nerf Canada. There you go. I was waiting for it. I was like, I was like oh, do I need to? Yeah, he'll. Fi- I figured you'd figure it out. Well, delirium, delirium sign off put me on tilt. I was like, what the heck was that? Yeah, I know. So, so uh, the story behind that is, I believe you've got. Uh, is it Thrill of the Wild, or do you have another site that you've now uh, issued in Spanish? On well, the- at this point, it's just we're doing all the WHU guides in Spanish and English. Okay. Okay. Um, and I started a, uh, Thrill of the Wild English site, but I haven't put anything up on it yet, except for sp- like basic. You mean Spanish site, right? Oh yeah. What did I say? You said English site. So yeah, <laughs> well, I've done I, that I thought also. that was just Thrill of the Wild. <laughs> but. Um, but there's a Thrill of the Wild that, yes, it has like one entry so far, but <laughs> there it is. Spanish outro oh, for the win. Yeah, going going bilingual. That's that's great. Expanding the audience. Um, so stuff that we never would have thought of back in the day. Not at all. Cool. All right, guys. So I'm gonna head out in. Yeah. Thanks, cool. Arthur. Thanks, chat room. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for letting me hang out with you guys. Absolutely. So we'll see y'all in two weeks. Someone do a ready check. Uh. <laughs> Are you sure your pet ton is off?
Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Gilgadon. Magdamar, Ascalor, Cruel, Cthulhu, and Razorgore. Onyxia to Ragnaros. Which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos. We even killed the Kama's ghost. Sapiron, Lucifer, Sulfuron, Archimon, 